0: Jenny Wren Productions presents Bletchley Girls by Lou Beckett.
1: (laughs) You rather look like the cat that got the canary. Oh, no disrespect, Squawk.
2: Oh, it's all pretty heady stuff. An admiral of the fleet congratulated me.
1: Uh, I wasn't referring to that. Ah, Keith, you missed all the excitement. Well, I must have overlooked my invitation. Well, Mavis here has been up to a bit of mischief. The Admiral left with a broad white mark on the back of his (laughs) place. A broad white mark? What
3: happened?
2: Well, I was standing, waiting, and the Admiral... Oh, it's easier just to show you. Margaret, uh, please will you be the wall? Mm Yes, if you stand here... Oh, go on,
1: Margaret. You make a brilliant wall.
2: (laughs) Uh, We we need a prop. Uh, Gorgeous as you are, you don't resemble a wall. Here, why don't you try holding my coat?
1: Ah, then, that's much better.
2: Perfect. Mr. Beatty, you see before you a freshly whitewashed wall. Right. You might note it is still slightly damp to the touch. (laughs) Now, Dilly... Please, will you be the Admiral? Oh, yes. You'll walk between me and the wall. Yes,
1: of course, of course.
2: <laughs> and turn? hmm Yes, a, 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 full, a full turn, please. Mm-hmm. So, so you're facing me and, and, you're, and, you're, and your back is to the wall.
1: Right. <clears throat>
2: then oh. I step forward to acknowledge what the Admiral is saying. Gentleman that he is, mm. he steps back into the wet wall. <laughs> <laughs> Then I see the stripe of whitewash down the back of his jacket!
3: (laughs) (laughs) What did he say?
2: Oh, He didn't realise what had happened and I didn't know if it had worked. I wasn't sure until he turned to leave the room.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Mavis,
1: you have qualities I never dreamt of. Uh, There's nothing to worry about. The Admiral has plenty of ensigns to clean his jackets. The greater danger is we've discovered Mavis is an accomplished prankster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's been a very special day. The girls did us proud.
2: Oh, sir, your poem was the highlight.
1: Ah, such nonsense. It's just a bit of Oh,
2: read it again, please.
1: No, 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 it's time to get back to work. I'll be off then. No,
2: no, Keith, you must say, Dilly, you have to recite it for Keith.
1: Oh, look, well, I won't read it all. It's a team effort, yes absolutely team effort all the girls have been first class here's the two of you when cunningham won at Matapan, by the grace of god and margaret it was thanks to that girl the admiral said that our aeroplanes straddled their target (laughs) (laughs) very good Uh, so when cunningham won at Matapan by the grace of God and Mavis. Like the black swan she is, praise heaven, a very rarer Avis.
2: That was great. (laughs) There was one more perfect line. Uh, The epitaph on Matapan to Mussolini. Oh, please, Dilly.
1: Uh, Yes, all right then, find one. These have knelled your fall and the ruin, but your ears were far away, English lasses the rustling papers through the sodden Bletchley days.
4: Just so. Beautiful.
1: Well, that's enough nonsense for one day. Look, I'll be I'll be off now. I'll join you. Bye, girls. Bye. Bye. Ah, Denison, we're just leaving. Splendid day, don't you
0: think? Absolutely. Goodbye, all. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs> so, still basking in the glory, gals? It's a rather special moment. I wondered if I could have a word, Mavis? Of course, sir. I'll step out.
2: <laughs> have I done anything wrong, sir? Not another mistake?
0: No, 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 it's all right, Mavis. You're doing exceptionally well. It's your mother. Your aunt has written saying she's been diagnosed with depression and needs you at home.
2: My aunt can't resist interfering in other people's business.
0: It's a lot for your mother to take in. The loss of a husband and a child. If you just went home to check.
2: Oh, I couldn't leave now. Margaret, Dilly, people are depending on me. I've had a letter from my mother recently. Aunt Dorothy is exaggerating as always.
0: <laughs> you can see the irony. I mean, <laughs> how little confidence you had at the start, and now.
2: Oh, it's all right, sir. My mum will be fine.
0: I'd like you to at least go and check on her.
2: But, sir, if I leave now... You
0: can come back. Go and see for yourself. It's the right thing to do.
1: By George, Squawk, I've done it. Ah, ah, now you might ask, Squawk, why all this excitement. Well, let me explain. Have you noticed when cows cross the road to enter a field, well, at one point, they funnel into a straight line? I call that point a lobster. Y- you don't understand why I call it a lobster? It's just, well, I I always like a bit of nonsense, or as Mr. Lewis Carroll would say, a bit of jabberwocky. Uh, the point where all rotors turn over at the same time is the lobster. It's likely to be followed by a much longer stream of text without any rotors turning over at all. It makes this point the most vulnerable. Do you see, Squawk? Ah, I knew you'd understand. What's that? Yes, I agree. A drink is required. Now there should be some wine left over here from our little celebrations. Here we go. Cheers, Squawk. (sighs) Ooh, a long, hard slog ahead, but we've got a framework. Oh, if you're not going to drink yours, Squawk. Well, that's that's very kind of you. I, I don't mind if I do. You know I'm dying. Don't you, Squawk? No. No point in being maudling about it. All our clocks are ticking. Mine's just ticking a bit faster than yours. (laughs) We've shown those white horse snobs, haven't we, Squawk? They didn't believe our little team, all girls. Imagine that, eh? They didn't believe we could do it. Oh, oh, someone's coming. Look, you better hide your glass, old boy. People might, you know, start to wonder.
0: Ah, Dilly, here you are. I heard about your lobster success. You, you, you've done it again. Finally, framework. Congratulations.
1: Yes, yes, I'm just having a little glass to celebrate. Uh, would you uh, care to join me? Absolutely, old boy. Pull up a chair, I'm. Um. Just having a bit of a chat with Squall.
0: We're
1: getting closer.
0: There's still lots to do yet. Congratulations, Dilly. You always manage to do the impossible. A toast. Ah, thank you. Thank you. I I don't know how you do it. It's hard not to get worn down. Even you, old
1: boy, I hardly see you smile anymore. We've had our moments, but we've had many good times. We mustn't forget those. We go back a long way. (laughs) 1915, am I right? Certainly around then. You always were a man ahead of your time. You built strong teams. I can see that.
0: The pressure, the tension, it's not easy for any of us. The girls are young, more resilient. Uh, Have you heard anything from Mavis yet? Not
1: yet. Margaret and I are on edge. We both look out for the
0: post every day. She'll have her hands full, no doubt. Between her mother and aunt, it'll take some settling. Mm. When she returns... If she returns. uh, You don't think she won't come back, old boy?
1: It's been two weeks and nearly a
0: peep. I thought she'd have made contact. Oh, well, we'll see. She loves what she does. Not to mention you and Margaret. And some good news the salary rises have come through Well, it's about time and margaret's been promoted to linguist linguist men can be called code
1: breakers and women can't it's not my system with the recommended
0: salary rise uh where's the paper ah here it is margaret rock promoted and to receive 195 pounds per annum Mavis lever, 120 pounds per annum. Men get 600. Let's not go over this again. You know what I think. Give me a rock and a lever and I will move the universe. I admire the way you fight for your girls, but we have to work within the system. Mm. And perhaps one further piece of news. No doubt you've heard the rumors. Rumors? Don't play coy. It doesn't suit you. So it is true, then. You're being pushed out. I am taking diplomatic and commercial to London. I didn't sign the letter. But you knew of the letter. We're desperate for resources. You knew about it.
1: Why didn't you come to me? Come to you. Turing came. I came.
0: We all came. Ah. Dilly, what's the... Here. Here. here sit, sit back. I'll get some help. Uh, no. No, I
1: just... I just need a minute. I'll be fine.
0: Look, I... I just need to catch my breath. We shouldn't be having these debates. No good is served. I plan to keep working. And you should. Arrangements will be made for Margaret to work with you from your home. The timing is up to you. And Mavis? Can she lead the team here? She's
1: only just turned 20. After Margaret, the most capable person in the unit. She's no management experience. And 18 months ago, she had no code-breaking experience.
4: Mavis, it's so good to have you back. We missed you terribly. May I give you a hug? All hugs gratefully received. It seemed an eternity.
2: I wanted to write, but until Mum started improving, it just took a bit of time. Will
4: she be all right on her own?
2: One of my other aunts is helping out. Aunt Mildred. Her two sons have enlisted, so she welcomes the company. She'll be a good influence. And the infamous Aunt Dorothy? It's all a bit sad. She looked jubilant when I returned.
4: I tell myself she means well. Most families have an Aunt Dorothy in one form or another.
2: Yes, probably right. As soon as I got home, my mum said she wanted me to come back here. She just needed some time. She's suffered a big loss. And you, so far away? I couldn't leave you to manage Dilly on your own.
4: How is he? He's fighting hard. But you can see he'll have to work from home soon. Yes, I thought that might be the case. Once Dilly can't travel, I'm to work with him at his home. Everything else stays the same.
2: Oh, I see. But if if you leave- I'll be traveling back and forth. Oh,
4: I see. At least we'll still be working together. Of Course we will. And what's the news on the handsome Mr. Beatty?
2: I hope to see him later today. He told me he's been practicing for his air cargo exam. His instructor had to duck when Keith came in for a landing, so he didn't get
4: decapitated. (laughs) I can just imagine that scene.
2: With any luck, it'll be a few months yet before he can go. He seems to think I'm a bit frivolous.
4: Where did you get that impression?
2: Oh, the gossip here is terrible. You stay above it. That reminds me, there's another dance this Friday. Will you join me? Oh,
4: please don't ask it. You know I, I don't like that sort oh, of thing. Oh,
2: please, please. You have such a great reputation here.
4: I'm to be used as bait?
2: <laughs> of course not. We're friends. Hmm. Great friends. Keith's stopping by more often. He might be there. Fingers crossed. Oh, I see. Almost ready to go. It's all going so fast.
1: Yes. This should be the final box.
2: You're forgetting one thing. Squawk.
1: But no, no, Squawk stays here.
2: Margaret and I agreed. Squawk belongs with you. He
1: lives here. You can't simply uproot him. And he needs to watch over the two of you to give you the same wise counsel he's given me.
2: That's very kind, Dilly, it really is. But Margaret will be going back and forth between Cornswood and Bletchley, and she can pass on any of Squawk's tips. And besides, think what a good companion he'll be. Always at your side, always there to listen.
1: Well put. And he is a good friend. You know just the right thing to say. I always knew you were management material.
2: What do you mean, management material?
1: Nothing in particular. It's just you have a way of putting things.
2: Good. It's settled then. You agreed immediately, didn't you, Squawk? I think your exact words were, Dilly needs me. Phew, it's warm in there. Oh,
4: yes, fresh air. I'm glad we came, though. We needed to lift our spirits, make our minds off Dilly. Keith didn't show up. I despair. He may still come. How are things going with you two?
2: I thought reasonably well. Dilly wouldn't approve, of course. He thinks mathematicians are terribly dull.
4: (laughs) I like that Keith respects your skills. Mm. Well, we have no shortage of dance partners. The Americans are out in force. What do you make of them? Friendly, but brash. Oh, they talk to everyone. Not very British.
2: (laughs) It's one of the good things about this place, though. We judged on our skills rather than our background.
4: (laughs) Well, I'm not sure about that. But the war has helped, no doubt about it. What do you think is going to happen? Given how badly things are going, I'd rather not think about it. Do you think about having children? Not really but surely
2: I like my life. You might find someone equally adventurous who'll want to share that sort of life with you.
4: As a statistician, I'd have to say not very probable.
2: And you? Oh, definitely children. You can be their godmother. Oh, I accept, in anticipation. (laughs) Maybe I can find some work I can do with the children.
4: Why not? You could create crosswords? I think not.
2: I love the outdoors. Maybe there's something in that area. Fingers crossed I can continue. Of course you can. Things will change after the war. You'll see.
4: (sighs) To be so optimistic. Look at the time. I I need to run. Oh, Margaret, please, not yet. Have a dance with me. Oh, you know I, I don't. Ah, speak of the devil, Mr. Beatty.
3: May I?
2: Last night, I dreamt Hitler was jabbing his finger in my face, taunting me. The weight of the world on your shoulders? Yes. My biggest decision used to be what dress to wear to the dance on Friday night. A different world. Who would think an ordinary life could look so attractive? Crisp sheets to sleep in. A toast with butter and jam.
4: We'll have it again.
2: So many people depended on us. So little progress.
4: We need to keep it in perspective. Hot turned the Adver code over to us because it couldn't be broken we broke it
2: perspective germany is winning the war england's being bombed into oblivion dilly is dying denison's been demoted and is being shipped out and mi6 is depending on a small team of girls working in a freezing hut in the english countryside to break germany's most secret code have i left anything out
4: deep breaths mavis you're going to be fine i'll get you a cup of tea
2: the english cure a cup of tea
4: (laughs) you noticed our milk jug says bluebell milk on it Do you think Dilly would call it a milk jug? Or a piece of advertising?
2: (laughs) Dilly always has a different perspective
4: on things. Probably why he makes a brilliant code breaker.
2: And fair enough. The only reason that milk jug exists is Bluebell wanted to advertise their products.
4: Here's your
3: tea. Hello, Keith. I just made Mavis a cup of tea. Would you like a cup? No, thanks. Uh, I just wanted to uh, check a bit of code with Mavis. Well, I'll leave the two of you to get on with that.
4: I need to drop some things off for Deniston. I didn't expect to see you this evening.
3: I've been uh, working on some code. I thought some knowledge of German might be helpful.
2: I'm happy to take a look. It seems to be quite a short message. Was it embedded in something else?
3: I'll, I'll give you a minute.
2: But this... this seems to be personal. What do you mean? Well, the last word appears to be Heiraten. Heiraten? Yes, it's German for marry. The rest of this looks quite straightforward. Will you. Where did you find this code?
3: Willst du mich Heiraten?
2: Me? A proposal? Oh, my goodness. This is so sudden, we hardly know one another.
3: We know enough. I love you, Mavis Lever. I think I've loved you since that day you did your little pencil trick. You were playing hard to get. I'm a mathematician. I double check everything. (laughs) So that's a yes. Yes, yes, yes. And sealed with a kiss.
4: How bad is
0: it? The stomach cancer has spread. It's not looking very good.
2: We thought that might be the case. Such a critical time.
0: Churchill now asks for daily briefings on our progress. We're
2: all working round the clock. Is there a time scale?
0: For an invasion. D-Day. That's what they're calling it. They won't set a timescale until we know what the Germans know.
2: Yes, of course.
0: There are too many risks. We want the Germans to divert some of their troops.
4: Is Dilly still able to work?
0: It's time for you to start working from Cornswood, Margaret. You'll work with Dilly, but keep in touch with Mavis.
4: And how is he?
0: In quite a bit of pain, I'm afraid. Determined to go on, though.
4: And, sir, I understand... we understand you will be leaving as well?
0: Yes. I'll be here for another couple of months, and then Edward Travis will be taking over.
4: We appreciate your support, sir. And thank you for the salary rise. Yes, thank you, sir.
0: No, 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 no. Well, well deserved. Well deserved. We know things haven't always been
4: easy between you and Dilly. He was at loggerheads with a fair number of people. But he respects you. You know
0: that. I know you both are immensely loyal he to him. He didn't
4: sign the letter.
0: Good of you to say that. Reporting for duty.
4: But. What do you
2: mean?
3: Well, I've been assigned full-time to Research and Cryptography Division.
2: You're pulling my leg.
3: (laughs) Much as I might enjoy doing that, (laughs) this is legitimate. Would you like to read my orders yourself?
2: Yes, please. And with immediate effect, to be assigned to Research and Cryptography Division. Your supervisor will be... Miss Mavis Lever. Why didn't anyone tell me?
3: I only just found out.
2: This doesn't seem possible.
3: Which part? My working here or you being my supervisor?
2: Uh, Both, I suppose. But a supervisor?
3: Dilly will have recommended you.
2: Come to think of it, he did hint at that. But what about your air cargo training?
3: I still have a further exam to pass. But until that happens, my dearest...
2: I'm a supervisor. In charge of a team of people.
3: You deserve it.
2: A supervisor!
3: Oh, hello Keith. No more dramatic proposals, I trust? Well, not so much a proposal as, well, my new reporting arrangements.
2: Margaret, look at this. I'm a supervisor, and guess who's going to work for me?
4: Ah, from that look, I guess you already know. Did you have anything to do with this? I added my support to Dilly's recommendation. It's
3: well-deserved. Congratulations. (laughs) She's as excited about becoming a supervisor as she was about my proposal.
2: Of course I'm not. Oh, a big hug for you!
3: I know that. I just. I can't resist teasing you.
2: It's just. I'm not used to so many good things happening to me.
4: <sighs> I uh,
3: hate to break up this charming
4: scene, but Mavis, I need your help on something. Could you please just check the Got working?
3: it. I'll push off then. I'll see you ladies tomorrow.
4: Good night, Keith.
3: Night. Good night.
2: Oh, Margaret, it's good to have you back. If only for a midnight shift.
4: Dilly will be sleeping. He needs a lot of rest, and it's easier to be close to the bombs. Ah, and uh, Dilly sent you a note, and there's a small parcel as well.
2: Has he heard about me and Keith? Is he upset? Read it. He says, delighted for you both. Congratulations. Squawk and I wish you every happiness. Oh, what a relief. I guess this is one of my six impossible things before breakfast. Mm Mm-hmm. Don't stop now.
4: Open the parcel.
2: But what could it be? (laughs) Oh, look! A parrot! What a perfect present! Oh, Margaret, we have a new confidante. Smaller, but oh, so colourful. I love the red feathers. A worthy successor to Squawk. How wonderfully kind of Dilly.
4: It's pleasing to see you so happy. Think of the Mavis who walked in here two years ago, so sure she was going to fail.
2: But I was just a German poetry student, a trainee.
4: <laughs> How can I be management? Stop it, Mavis. You are not going to do this again. You are not going to convince yourself you can't do this. You are a very accomplished codebreaker. But to lead Dilly's team, it's not right.
2: It should have been you.
4: You know I have another assignment.
2: So top secret you can't even tell me. <sighs> I know enough not to ask questions. Have MI5 asked to meet you? I could send them a note. To MI5. We do not know what the Germans know. We work on it day and night. Mm. Regards, Miss Mavis-Lever.
4: Maybe they're preparing for the invasion. You've heard nothing? No.
2: Denison keeps reminding us. We're depending on the two of you. How did your shift go? Any progress?
4: Well, I thought an approach I was testing at the weekend looked promising, but then i tested it on other sections didn't pan out
2: dilly's lobster breakthrough was a big step forward for applying that to each unique code set months and months and still no success so frustrating to be so close but not quite there let me try one more variation it worked on one section here you see this all seems to align but then no that's not right either what made you try that angle? The enigma floor. We know no letter can ever encrypt itself.
4: Yes. The back door into the code.
2: I think... I think I may have something. Let me just test it with the German code.
4: Yes. That's the real test. There.
2: I think this may work. You test it. It works. Margaret. Margaret, I think we've done it. It's the most prosaic of messages. It's a weather forecast: westerly gales. Isn't this where we started? It's not an important message, but it's enough. Oh,
4: de wind, de wind, de schöne wind, the most beautiful wind in the world.
2: Oh, we must tell Denison. Uh, let me get the package ready. I'll take it over. Rock, <laughs> is that the Lindy Hop you're doing? Indeed, Miss Mavis Lever. Well, let's dance.
4: <laughs> you are a fraud. You said that you couldn't dance. I've been secretly practicing. An absolute fraud. And
2: a wonderful friend. Have you noticed? Our breakthroughs always seem to come on the midnight shift. At least we can jitterbug in the office. Oh, I feel like
4: shouting it across the park. That's the hard part. There's no one we can tell. There's someone we can tell. It's almost morning. Come back with me and we'll tell Dilly. A wonderful idea. Let's go.
1: And as an epilogue...
2: We were so happy to share our news with Dilly. He lived another 14 months, dying in February 1943.
4: Our little team was awarded various honours. Dilly was made a commander of the British Empire. Deniston was appointed a Companion of the Order of St Michael and St George. Mavis did not receive any honours for her Bletchley work. She received an MBE in 1987 for her work on protecting historic gardens. Margaret is
2: too modest. She received an MBE in 1945 for her work at Bletchley Park. On D-Day, critical German troops were diverted away from the Normandy beaches based on the codes, we broke. We were flattered to read what Brigadier Bill Williams, head of intelligence for British troops on D-Day, said about us. The deception would not have been possible had Dilly and his girls not broken the enigma. Dilly had been dead 15 months by the date of the invasion, but by trusting Margaret, Mavis, and the rest of Dilly's girls, quite possibly the most important code-breaking success of World War II was achieved.
1: Give me a rock and a lever, and I will
0: move the universe. Bletchley Girls was written by Lou Beckett, produced by Jenny Wren Productions, and directed by Jenny Wicks. Mavis Lever was played by Moya Matthews, Dilly Knox by John Martin Stevens, Alistair Denniston by Philip Douch, Margaret Rock by Rosie Mason. And Keith Beatty by Kieran Capoldi. Sound by Paul Hamblin and Sersha Christofferson, with thanks to Boom Sound Studios. Music composed by Jim Barn, technical support by Kieran Capoldi, production support by Helen Jeffrey. With thanks to 30 Percy and the Gloucestershire Funders COVID 19 response, Tony Comer and GCHQ, Bletchley Park, Rob Wicks, Aidan Mosby, Jane Douch and Kieran Mortel.